Hello, and welcome back to the Meraki Unbox podcast. My name is Sammy Brenner. I'm going to be taking us through the episode today. Super excited. We have an awesome guest. Um, per usual, I'm going to give my little plugs. Please download and subscribe to the podcast. If you love it, leave a comment. Tell us what you love. We want to make sure that we are bringing um, the latest and greatest and best content for all of our listeners out there. Um, and if you want to collaborate with us, if you have great ideas for the podcast, please reach out to us and our team. You can tweet us, uh, send us a message, because if it makes sense, we would also love to collaborate with you and, and bring new ideas to the podcast. Uh, the episodes that I host have always had kind of that human element of networking. And we are going to officially launch a series in kickoff, Humans of Meraki, which highlight the employee perspectives and articulates who we are and the magic of working at Meraki. So we hope that Humans of Meraki will provide you with insight and info that, you know, you can understand what motivates Moroccans at work, but also much beyond work. So we're really excited about this new series. Again, Humans of Meraki, and those are the episodes that I will be hosting moving forward. Um, so without further ado, our first official Humans of Meraki episode. Um, today we'll be talking with Anna Chow, who is a senior technical recruiter here at Cisco Meraki. She comes to us after 12 years in the Navy, where she specialized in human resources and recruiting. In addition to her day job at Meraki, she also leads our Meraki Employee Resource Organization, Veterans at Meraki, and she loves in her spare time to volunteer and give back to her community. So without further ado, Anna, welcome to the podcast today. How are you? Thank you so much, Sammy. Thank you so much for that introduction. And thank you so much for having me today. I feel so honored to be here and I'm super excited to be chatting with you. Yay, same. Um, I love your energy. And I was just telling you before we hit the record button, I didn't even know we had a Veterans at Meraki ERO. So I'm so excited to learn more about it. Yeah, I can't wait to share more. Yes, absolutely. So let's start from the beginning. I always like to ask this question. Tell us, how did you land at Cisco Meraki and how did you get into technology from being in the Navy? Yeah, so I think starting off from the top, uh, right after high school, I actually um, I joined the Navy. I joined the Navy and I signed an eight-year contract with the Navy. Um, my first so my total contract, I actually spent 12 years in the military. I spent eight years active duty and I spent four years as a Navy reservist. Um, and then after my eight, year, eight years of active duty uh, service, I decided I wanted to go back to school. And so after graduating from school, a recruiter from Cisco actually reached out to me and said, Hey, Anna, I see that you've recruited in the military. Are you interested in recruiting here at Cisco Meraki or at Cisco? And I said, oh, my gosh, like I've, you know, I've, I've been looking for um, an, a recruiter role. I'm super excited to be chatting with you. And I chatted with a couple of recruiters at Cisco and I think the culture and everything that they've shared with me as far as um, the giving back opportunities, the uh, the uh, the team collaborations, the camaraderie, I really enjoyed. And um, I think that really captured me. And so that's why I ultimately chose Cisco. 
Wow. That's incredible. Well, first of all, thank you for your 12 years of service. And I know this month we Cisco and is giving us the day off for veterans day, which is incredible, but it's on the 10th and we just want to recognize all of our vets out there. So thank you. Um, but working as a Navy recruiter, that must've been an adventure. So talk to us a little bit about that experience and were you also deployed? Like what was your, your experience like in the Navy? Yeah, really great question. So um, when I first joined the military, I went to a uh, four week training and I trained to be a uh, recruiting specialist as well as a human resource specialist. Uh, my first four years in the Navy, I was actually deployed to the Middle East and deployed to the Mediterranean. And so I was actually stationed on an aircraft carrier where um, I served and um, provided customer service to over 5,000 Navy sailors. And so there I actually, um, being deployed twice, I traveled to the Middle East, I traveled to, to the Mediterranean and just providing service for our, uh, our service members. Um, there we, again, my specialty was in human resources. And so I've uh, provided uh, payroll resources for our sailors. I provided um, any like uh, administrative guidance to our sailors and all of that kind of transferred over to um, now providing recruiting services over at Cisco. Wow, that's awesome. So yeah, it sounds like you definitely found your niche in the military, specializing in human resources, recruiting. Um, so talk to us about how you take that skill set that you had in the military and then kind of transition that over into corporate America. I mean, was it easy? I'm sure there are a lot of nuances and repeatable skills, but what was that going from like the military to technology? Was it difficult or did you find that transition easier than you thought? Talk to us about your experience. You know what? I really didn't know what to expect coming out of the military. You know, I um, in the military, we're trained to be disciplined. We're trained to be kind of have that um, that schedule of uh, more of like task oriented um, days. And so, being able to transfer that to the the civilian sector, I think um, it took a little bit of getting used to. <laughs> I realized that. You know, things aren't I things are urgent, but things aren't as urgent that than like we really make it seem like. I think in the military things are always like you have to be on time or you're going to get in trouble. Um I think in the in the civilian sector things are a little bit more lax and people are a little bit more understanding. Yeah. I think um being able to um, so I did, you know, taking that discipline and uh, being able to transfer it into my, um, you know, my day to day job now today. Um, I'm extremely organized. You know, I make sure that, you know, all of the tasks that I do have planned for today, I make sure that they're checked off before going into tomorrow. And so a lot of these transferable skills that I learned in the military, uh, we, I, I was able to bring that into um, here at Cisco Meraki too. Right. Yeah. That's so cool. I think that I just want to call this out. So Cisco has a program called missile, um, which is unique to Cisco and it's incredible. It's basically taking veterans who want to transition from the military and get into technology, um, kind of this training ground, you know, almost mm -hmm. where you set them up with 
um, you know, resources and training and onboarding and kind of go over all the different architectures that live within Cisco. And we've made some incredible hires from the missile program. So Anna, were you aware of that program before joining Cisco or did you hear about it once you kind of landed here? Yeah, so I actually did not hear about this program um, before joining. Um, and once I joined Cisco Meraki, once I joined our Meraki's veteran ERO group, that's when I heard about the missile program. I think it's incredible that uh, Meraki and that Cisco is um, really taking a lot of the military diverse skill sets and being able to take those different military occupations, whether it's um, communication specialists, whether it's uh, special operations, whether it's human resources, and be able to uh, hire within, and so hire within the military and being able to uh, provide service members with those um, opportunities is, is just amazing to me. Yeah, I completely agree. And I think that to your point earlier of kind of the discipline and the rigor and the routine and, you know, the structure that you had um, and learned, you know, during your time in the Navy or someone coming out of the military, that skill set is so invaluable. I mean, myself as a sales leader, um, our missile grads make the best hires because of those things, right? Mm -hmm. And yes, that component of, of, you know, closing a deal and the technical win and understanding the portfolio, those things that we need to teach, but the grit, the tenacity, the never giving up, the extremely organized, like those, I think those skill sets make such an incredible hire. So I love that you kind of echoed some of that sentiment. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. And a lot of these skill sets, you know, it can't really be taught. It's something that you really bring into an organization. So I, I love that Cisco is, um, you know, committing to hiring veterans and um, committing to the missile program. Yes, yes, 100% agree. So tell, I mean, we we definitely talked on this podcast about um, EROs or ERGs, so employee resource groups. Cisco has them, Meraki has them, um, but I had no idea that Meraki had a veterans at Meraki group, which is so special. And I can't wait to talk about this with my team. Um, tell us about the work that you do with this employee resource group and and kind of the impact it's had on you and, and why it's been so rewarding. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that's a really great point. Um, so the the Meraki Veterans ERO group was actually introduced to me when I first joined Meraki. Uh, I think during the new hire onboarding training, uh, the different ERO, ERO groups came on and said, you know, we have here at Cisco Meraki, we have many different types of ERO groups and really depending on how you identify and what you, you know, what, what your beliefs are and what you believe in, you're more than welcome to join any of these ERO groups. So we have, you know, so many different types of diversity groups that you can join. We have our, given this one, the Meraki Veterans ERO group, we have our Meraki Gives ERO group, we have um, the uh, CAN ERO group, which is our Connected Asian Affiliation group. Um, there's the Latinx group. There's just so many different types, um, sorry, Latinx being Conexion. There's just so many different types of ERO groups that we have here that, you know, for anyone who identifies as or who feels as if they're an ally and want to join these programs, they're more than welcome to. I think it's just 
um, an opportunity for employees to be able to join a group where they can share similar stories, where they can share similar backgrounds. And I, I just love that with within our veterans group because we like to get together maybe once a quarter, once a month sometimes here in the San Francisco office and just have these meetups, have these casual meetups where we do happy hours, where we do talks and where we come up with ideas on how to better serve our veterans and where we can better serve our community as well. That's incredible. I love that. Um, it sounds like it's a special community that you've cultivated. Now, let me ask, you know, we have offices in Chicago and we have offices in Sydney and London. Is this, is this just, I mean, not probably not international, right? But in the U S do you, you know, do other things with offices like the Chicago office? Do they have a veterans group as well? Like, how do you kind of make sure you're being inclusive if that person isn't in San Francisco per se? Yeah. Really good question, Sammy. So we've definitely held, um, again, every quarter we do try to hold uh, virtual events for our veteran employees as well. And so um, in the Midwest, so if you're in the, say you're in the Chicago area and you want to be involved in some of these activities, um, folks have, are more than welcome to kind of brainstorm and come, come up with their own activities and they can ask if anyone, you know, it's we we have this group on uh, sorry we have a space on Webex that we where we can come together and share ideas and where we can uh, join the different uh, activities within the areas and yes to answer your question yes we are um, global uh, Cisco in general has a, a broader Cisco veterans ERO group where um, different you know different regions and depending on where you're located. Um, you can uh, join that WebEx space and see all of the activities and all of the festivities that are going going on in that uh, area. Yeah, that's awesome. I think what's really unique and special about it is like if you're joining or you're a part of an employee resource group or you want to you know be more involved. It sounds like anyone can kind of join and share ideas and collaborate. There's not like a set in stone agenda or we have to mm -hmm. do this. It sounds like there's a lot of room for people to come in and be really creative. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, no, definitely. And I, I always encourage it. So I'll reach out to folks in the Midwest and say like, hey, you know, we have, you know, some budget, you know, are you interested in putting together an, uh, you know, a, a group activity in Chicago? Or are you interested in doing a virtual event out there? I, we definitely encourage that. Yeah. Awesome. I love it. Well, how does the work that you're doing within this ERO kind of tie back into the work you're doing as a Meraki recruiter? Do you feel like there are parallels there? Yeah, I, I definitely do think that there are parallels there. I think within recruiting, you know, Hiring diverse candidates are, is always top of mind to every company, especially to Cisco Meraki. I think we've done an excellent job and really, really great job in um, taking a look at our interview processes, making sure that our um, processes are standardized, ensuring that there is diversity, um, uh, diversity interviewers, ensuring that there is a diverse pipeline when we are hiring. And so, um, you know, tying this in again, 
I know transitioning out of the military can seem kind of daunting and you don't, people might not know where to start, but I, you know, rest assured that companies are you know, taking a look at their interview processes and seeing if there's any adjustments and anything that they can do from their end to, um, you know, kind of just hire a, you know, more collaborative and diverse, you know, team. Right. Right. Let me ask you, as your time, you know, throughout the military and even now at Meraki, like being a recruiter, being an HR, kind of specializing in that lens, mm -hmm. how has the diversity conversation evolved, like in a recruiting panel or in the candidates that you want to bring in? So A, how has it evolved, you know, throughout the years? I'm mm -hmm. sure you're hearing about it more and seeing it more. Um, and then B, how do you have conversations with hiring managers about making sure that there's not only diversity in the candidate pool, but the, the interviewing panel, right, should be diverse as well. Like how has is, how is that evolved too since you started your career in recruiting years ago? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot has changed since. Um, again, diversity should be top of mind to every company. And here at Cisco Meraki, um, when we talk about diversity, we talk about gender diversity, we talk about um, ethnic diversity, we talk about, um, you know, people of color, or e we even talk about non-traditional backgrounds. Um, so specifically, I hire in software and I hire in UX design, I hire in data science, and a lot of these fields, you know, um, most people do come from that traditional computer science background or that traditional UX design um, background. But when we take a look at it, you know, there's so many different programs out there right now, such as uh, like software engineering boot camps, such as uh, UX design uh, boot camps as well. And so we're taking a lot, we're taking a look at this and seeing, you know, how can some of these schools, how can some of these programs and certificates be transferable here at Cisco Meraki? Like, how can their background be, you know, correlate to some of the roles that we're hiring for? And so in order to start that conversation, you know, we, we do have to share some of these details with hiring managers and share that, you know, look, we know a perfect can a perfect candidate is, you know, it is extremely difficult to find. I think as long as candidates are, uh, can be trainable, as long as candidates, you know, have that, um, have that uh, kind of that boot camp or that non-traditional background, um, they can bring they can bring some of their experiences to us here at Cisco Meraki. Mm -hmm. I love that you called that out because I feel the same way. Like there are um, those intangibles that you can't teach someone, right? They either have it or they don't. And mm -hmm. doing a boot camp or, you know, putting yourself maybe in an SDR or BDR position, right? If you haven't had full cycle closing experience yet because you want to get into sales or putting yourself in a boot camp, coding boot camp because you didn't go to school for it, but you know, you want to, you know, get into coding. Mm -hmm. There are so many ways now to give yourself a leg up and, you know, start from the beginning maybe in a, in a sense but you do not have to go to school and get a degree let's say in you know graphic design to be a, become a graphic designer right and mm -hmm. i think if you do the boot camps or put yourself through programs and you have that grit and that determination like recruiters will see that and spot that and have conversations with you so i just want people listening out there don't be discouraged if you don't have that traditional background that does not mean you are not qualified right I like that. I like that. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. Some of my best hires have come from fields totally outside of sales, but again, grit, determination, and tenacity you can't teach, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So let's transition a little bit. Um, outside of everything that you're doing at Cisco Meraki, which is a ton, um, I understand that you do spend a lot of time, you know, volunteering within your community and leveraging our volunteer time off program at Cisco. So mm -hmm. I'd love for you to tell the listeners, especially those who are outside of Cisco Meraki, what is VTO? And then talk to us about what you do outside of, you know, your work days to kind of volunteer in your community. What does that look like? Yeah. Um, so Cisco does, Cisco and Cisco Meraki has a strong commitment to giving back to our community. And uh, part of this, Cisco does offer a uh, time to give program. So time to give is our volunteer time off where employees can take up to 10 days off per year and employees can uh, volunteer any nonprofit organization. They can volunteer any school of their choice. They can volunteer at a church. They can volunteer even doing a beach cleanup. They can, you know, whatever you're, whatever you're passionate about, you know, employees have the opportunity to go out and just volunteer and give back. Um, and I, I, I respect that. And I love that our leadership, cares. I love that we have this program because, you know, it helps, you know, it really helps me give back to my community and helps, um, you know, helps kind of it helps like break the days a little bit. Like it, it's doing something different. It's going out there and, you know, not doing my nine to five um, Monday through Friday, but maybe taking a Friday off to volunteer and meeting new people and meeting others who also enjoy volunteering. Yeah, that's incredibly special. Are, do you have any favorites that you'd say that you kind of keep coming back to? Yeah, so that's a really good question. I've, you know what, I really like to mix it up. I've done, um, I, I've partnered with our Meraki Gives program, ERO group, where we volunteered at the San Francisco Zoo doing a cleanup there. I volunteered with the San Francisco Marin, uh, Marin Food Bank. I volunteered um, where we did a kind of like a, we, we volunteered at the uh, Palo Alto Veterans Affairs at the VA hospital there where we passed out coffee to veterans, where we put together goodie bags for veterans. So it's, again, I like to mix it up. I've done uh, trash cleanups in my neighborhood. Um, and it's, it's just a really great way to meet, again, meet others who also volunteer and meet others who are passionate about, about giving back to the community as well. <laughs> but yeah. to answer your question, a favorite one, Maybe the, the, the trash cleanup in my neighborhood, because I, I, I definitely see a difference too. Right. Right. You can, you can actually see the difference <laughs> right away picking up the trash. Yeah, we've done, I've done the trash cleanup with my team, which was awesome. And it was, it was honestly so beautiful, right? Cause you're at the beach and you have a stunning view, but also I've done Habitat for Humanity now a couple of times, um, with, with team members. And to your point, it's such a unique experience because yes, you're giving back to the community, you're volunteering. We actually got to meet the family whose house we were building, which was incredibly special, but also just coworkers on different teams who I don't interact with frequently. You really get to know them and spend the day with them. And 
um, you know, just experience that person on a human level, which is really special. And now I see them around the SF office and it just changes the dynamic, right? Like once you spend a day volunteering with someone, it's, it's just a unique kind of special perspective. That's so awesome. Um, yeah. was the, was the volunteering at the beach? Do you remember if it was with, um, a nonprofit organization? That's a really good question. I can't remember who set it up for my team. Got it. Because I, I think it might be the same, uh, the same organi uh, organization that I'm uh, currently partnering with. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Okay. Well, you and I need to talk offline and yes. do VTO day together. <laughs> yes. Clearly um, that's next, but uh, it's really cool to hear, you know, how you've partnered with the community and your city and, you know, EROs to multiply your volu uh, volunteering efforts, which is great. But I guess what additional opportunities are you looking forward to in the future? What haven't you done yet that you'd want to do? Yeah. So I think just like you mentioned earlier, it's, it's a really good way to go out and meet some of the teammates and meet some of the folks that you've, you know, haven't interacted closely with at work. Um, out there when we're when we're volunteering. And so I want to see more of maybe Meraki veterans uh, partnering and doing a collab with Meraki Gives or uh, maybe Meraki veterans working closely with the uh, Connected Asian Affiliation Group and maybe some of the ERO groups because when we kind of do that collaboration, you know, people multiply and we'll get we'll get even more volunteers to come out and, and join some of these uh, uh, group volunteer activities. And so um, up next, I am in collaboration and I am in talks with our QFAM uh, ERO group, as well as with our Connected uh, Affiliation, Connected Asian Affiliation group to um, put together some volunteer activities here in the next couple of months. I think during um, this time of the year, November, October, December timeframe, it's really time to give back, especially when, you know, people are starting to head into the holidays and, you know, wanting to um, maybe even spend time with their family and, you know, maybe they want to bring their families out there and volunteer. So, you know, I think I think right now it's just a really great time to do so. So right now we are in talks with uh, QFAM as well as our CAN ERO group to um, put together some some activities. Yeah, absolutely. I was just going to say I on my all hands last week with my sales organization, I said, you have to use a VTO day in November and you have to use one in December, right? Like we have all these hours that Cisco Meraki gives us, which is fantastic. Like let's take advantage. So let's use them. Like it's the holidays, like totally to echo your point. Like we are so fortunate mm -hmm. and we have so much to be grateful for that. I think it's really important that we lean into this incredible benefit, right? That we mm -hmm. get as employees. Yeah. So what I, what I've been doing is I've really been committing to like two days a quarter or maybe three days a quarter. That way I know I am hitting those marks. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's good to just proactively block off your calendar. So you don't have an excuse, right? You're like, right. all right, this is my VTO day. I got to commit to it. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and it's been so fun chatting with you. I've got one more question and then we'll go ahead and wrap it up. But, um, I think if you ask anyone who works at Meraki, they would say there's a certain magic to being a part of our culture here. Let me ask you, how have you seen that magic come to life over the course of your time here? Yeah, that is a really good point. Let me, let me kind of think about this. Yes. Take your time. This is a, this is a good one. 
Yeah. So I think the, the, really the magic care, I think it's really simple. It's the people. It's really the people that we work with, the people that I volunteer with, um, the people that are within my, my veterans ERO group. I think we're, there's, there's just that sense of community. There's that sense of, you know, being able to go to a coworker and say like, Hey, I need help here. You know, do you have any suggestions or can you help me with this? You know, I think people here, the, the employees here, our teammates and just everyone in general are always so quick to give you a, that like helping hand. It's, it's, it's just incredible to me. So I think that's where the magic sits. It's, it's within our people. Yeah. Yeah. 110% agree. I think there's tough parts about every job. There's going to be ups and downs and hurdles. And when I look around though, at the end of the day, and I, I see my team and I see my colleagues and the people I work with and my leader, I'm just like, yeah, this is who I want to go through it with because mm -hmm. I genuinely work with salt of the earth, good people who have my best interest at heart. And I, um, I think that is invaluable, right? You can go to another company and get more money. You can, you know, go somewhere else. I think people often think the grass is greener, but once you've experienced the culture at Cisco, at Meraki, it is very mm -hmm. hard to leave. It, I, I totally agree. It's been four years here and I'm loving every single moment of it. So I, I a hundred percent agree with you. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. It's almost, I'm coming up this month is my six year anniversary. Amazing. Well, happy early anniversary. Thank you. I appreciate it. Time flies when you're having fun. Well, Anna, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me, Sammy. Of course. I can't wait to volunteer with you. We'll have that to talk about good. it offline. That sounds good. Thank you yeah. again. Well, thank you, and we appreciate you joining. Um, that wraps up another episode, folks, of the Meraki Unbox podcast. Uh, tune in. We have new content coming out every two to three weeks, um, and there will be many more uh, Humans of Meraki episodes coming. So give us your feedback. We'd love to hear from you. To learn more about Meraki or to browse open roles, visit our careers page at meraki.cisco.com slash careers. And to discover more stories about our employees on our Medium blog, feel free to go to medium.com slash Cisco dash Meraki. Hope you have a wonderful day and see you back here in two weeks for more new content.